Hey guys, welcome back to the Meeting Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, and in this episode, I want to talk about feeling like a failure. That's right, more of me keeping it real. I want to tell you a story, and I want to tell you this story because sometimes failure is sort of inevitable, and it's a thing that can happen, and, you know, it's not like we plan to fail, you know? No one wakes up in the morning and says, you know what, today's the day. Today's the day that I fuck everything up and fail. No, it doesn't work that way. But it does happen. Um, And maybe it doesn't happen to everybody, but it has happened to me. And this isn't really something that I like to talk about, but I'm okay with it. And, you know, it's never easy discussing our hardships and the rough patches that we've hit. Sometimes it makes us feel uncomfortable and vulnerable at times. But although I... Might feel sad from time to time when I do reflect on it. Um, It's almost like I've made peace with it. You know, like I'm okay with talking about it. I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. Um, But, you know, I'm okay with it. I have come to terms with it. And I am a firm believer that everything does happen for a reason. I know it's cliche, but I believe it. And, um, you know, when we fail, we learn. And when we learn, we grow. And that's just a part of life learning and growing. And I think now I'm at the point where I have accepted it. Um, I know that just because I feel like I failed, or at least I felt that way in the moment, it doesn't make me a failure. Um, And that's why I can talk about it. Um, I I think it's sort of like, like an addict, right? Someone who's addicted. Um, When they're full, full steam ahead into their addiction, they're not talking about it. You know, they're not advocating about sobriety or anything but when they do become sober and they find peace with it and they find who they are and they accept it they learn they grow they grow into that new person and that's when they share their story their experiences um that's when they become leaders and they help guide others in their recovery so that's what i'm gonna do that's what i'm doing i'm I'm trying to help trying to help guide you on your emotional and mental recovery journey, if you will. Um, And I'm not perfect, and I never will be, and I don't claim to be, but there will always be things that I need to work on myself and that I'll need to tweak, you know? But I think that my awareness that that I have will always just keep me moving in in the right direction. Um, So I think it's a good start. Anyway... Enough with the sermon. I don't know why I got all preachy there for a second, but I I just needed to get that out. Okay, moving on. Where was I? Uh, Right. Dealing with our failures. So this story uh, might be a little long. Um, It's probably it's going to be a long story, but it'll be worth it. And I want to share it with you. And some of you may have already heard the story and you may know it, but um, I think you should listen anyway. Um, So here it goes. As some of you might know. Back in the day, circa 2015-16, I decided to start my own business, um, a food truck business. And I quit my job, and I moved back home, and I invested all the money I had saved up and even the money of others to sort of get this thing going. And I came up with a name, designed the logo. I painstakingly worked and 
choosing the right colors and the right textures. Um, I built my own website and social media pages, designed my own business cards, the whole nine yards. I had to go through many, many hoops in this journey between, you know, finding commissary and eventually creating my own twice to getting all the right permits and approvals. Um, There was just so much time and energy that went into all of it. And, you know, starting your own business, it it isn't easy. It's very scary and and it's a risk that you are willing to take. Um, It is extremely exhausting though. uh, And it's exhausting mentally and it's exhausting physically. And, you know, when I'm telling you this, I'm really just scratching the surface on, on everything that went into it. But I'm just trying to paint the picture so you get the idea. So once everything was set in place and we were ready to get the wheels turning, pun intended, um, and we found a location. And finally, after months of preparation, we opened the doors. Um, but unfortunately, we hit some snags right out of the gate. And I think every business goes through its uh, trial and error phase And we definitely were not exempt. Um, So in this first week of us being open, right away we had issues with the truck. Uh, I mean, I am driving down the highway and my brakes just go out. And I am talking foot all the way to the floor, squeezing whatever brake fluid was left in the lines. The brakes just stopped working. And let me tell you, I don't know if any of you have ever been in a 12,000-pound, 28-foot truck with two 60-pound propane tanks strapped to your back and had the brakes go out on you. But when I tell you that my heart was in my mouth for that entire 25-minute ride, I mean, it was in my fucking mouth. I don't think I have ever been more scared in my entire life. But... You know, thankfully, I was able to carefully sort of just like coast my way and maneuver to my destination. And once I got there, I jumped out of that damn truck and I was like, I don't know who, what, when, where, how, but I am not driving that thing ever again. It was a nightmare. So fast forward, we just so happened to be parked across from this like um, auto shop and the mechanics drug the car across the street. They were able to fix it. And, you know, it was a closed call, but. We were back in business, and I did end up driving the truck again. Uh, but then about a month later, we were at an event, and this event was a total bust. Um, I'm talking, there were probably like three, four other food trucks there for this like Toys for Tots Christmas drive thing, and there were zero people that showed up for it. I mean, zero. I, I don't know where these people advertised for it. Maybe they mistakenly put the memo in like another language or something. It, it was bad. Um, I almost felt bad for the people that put it together. I'm sure whoever put that event together, they're fired. Anyway, um, that's not even the worst part. So when we decide to call it a day and wrap things up, we go to close down the truck, and I'm like, does this smell like propane in here? So immediately we go check out the tanks, and what do you know? One of the tanks is leaking. I quickly go and try to see if something's wrong with the valve, and I'm trying to tighten it, but on this setup, it's not lefty-loosey, righty-tighty. It's the opposite. And my brain is in full panic mode, and I forgot that. And so there I was, opening the valve even more, and boom, all this propane gas starts shooting out at me. And instantly I feel my hand burning, and I am ferociously trying to close the damn thing. So finally, I get it closed, and that's when I realized my hand had gotten frostbitten. It was burned by the cold gas. The propane is so cold that it burned my hand. And it was shooting out of the tank all over my hand. I had blisters all over. I mean, I swear, 
uh, people think I'm accident prone. I'm not. These things just, just happen to me. I don't know why, but they do. Long story short, the place that filled the tanks overfilled them, and that's why the propane was escaping from the tanks. A disaster. A total nightmare. Anyway, those were just a couple things that happened right from the beginning during those short three and a half months. I'm talking September to December type period. Then we closed up for winter. Um, You know, there aren't really that many events going on, and we weren't established enough at that point to just set up somewhere and be able to make enough money to stay open and survive the winter. So we used that time to sort of regroup, figure out what worked, what didn't work, um, so that when springtime came around, we could have all the wrinkles ironed out and really hit the ground running. Um, I had signed us up for a bunch of events and started filling up the calendar with festivals and farmers markets and things like that. And then one day, I think it was like February or March, I get a phone call and it's my friend who uh, was working with me at the time. And he called to tell me that, you know, he was backing out. He quit just like that. Um, You know, he, he just said, that he can't do it anymore and, you know, the the money thing and he got a new job and that was that. Um, But you know what? A part of me sort of like knew it was coming. Um, I knew it was more than he thought it was going to be. And, you know, the whole like uncertainty of how much money we we were going to make, it wasn't really there. And, you know, it was long and it was hard work. And I think that it interfered with his personal life. Um, And that's okay, you know. This sort of thing isn't for everybody. Um, I'm not mad about it, but, you know, there I was feeling abandoned and alone. And in in that moment, at that time, I went through all the stages of grief. And I was angry, and I was angry that he bailed. I was sad. I was sad because I put my whole life savings into this thing, and he told me he had my back, and he didn't. Um, I was depressed about the whole thing. What was I going to do now, you know? But then eventually I came to the point where um, I accepted it. I became okay with it. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to push, I'm going to push on and I'm going to move forward and I'm going to do whatever I could to keep this dream going. So that's what I did. And with the help of family, my mom, my girlfriend, I was able to keep the food truck going. Um, I did weddings, graduations, birthday parties. I had a standing spot at two local farmers markets. I built great relationships with breweries and did some pretty big festivals. Um, you know, people really loved the food and they kept coming back. I got great reviews. It was an amazing feeling to know that, you know, I did this. I put this all together. I took a dream and an idea that I had um, and I turned it into reality. So I know you're probably wondering and asking yourself, well, then, you know, where's the failure? And along with all these great things that that were happening, a lot of stress was tied to it. And yes, I had the help of friends and family, but at the end of the day, I was still doing all of the work myself, um, from the emails and phone calls to keeping the website and social media current, all the shopping, prepping, cooking, the driving, cleaning the truck, the dealing with the propane, and which at this point, I had developed a good case of PTSD after that whole incident. So, you know, it was a lot and it was just too much and it was a lot for one person to do. Um, It is an extremely big undertaking for one person. And maybe there are people out there who can do it all on their own and that's great. But for me, it put a lot of stress on me physically and emotionally, you know, I felt like at any moment I was going to snap. 
I went from being super excited to, um, to do the one thing that I love and, you know, having this opportunity and from being proud of myself for putting this whole thing together to absolutely hating it. And I was miserable at the end of every day. I would just hide away in my room and not come out until the next day. And it all just started to become too much for me. And I felt like it was also taking a toll on my relationships. It just wasn't good, you know, but um, I stuck it out and I stuck it out from March all the way to the end of winter. Um, and even though I persevered, I would look forward to those days when it would rain or when an event got canceled. And that same energy and excitement that I had in the beginning just wasn't there anymore. Um, so when wintertime came, I closed up shop again, but this time it was for good. And I didn't say anything right away, but I knew it was something that I had to do. Um, I thought about it for a long time and it kept me up at night. You know, I wondered how I was going to tell people that I'm quitting. You know, what are they going to think of me? You know, I was like sort of holding my head down in shame. You know, how was I going to admit that it was too much for me after all this stuff that I did and everything like people helped me out all this, you know, what would people think? I was so caught up and spent so much time worrying about what people would think of me. And in that moment, I had convinced myself that I had failed in my mind. I was a failure, but then I got to the point where I didn't really care what others thought. You know, I had to do what was right for me, but ultimately in the end, I had to surrender and I had to take apart and dismantle everything that I had worked so hard to put together. Um, I had to slowly work on selling all of my things and with each sale, you know, a little piece of me went and it was hard. And although I was relieved that things were moving and I was selling things, you know, I felt more and more like a failure. Um, and eventually I was able to dissolve the business completely. And, you know, that feeling of failure stuck with me for a long time. Um, and whenever anyone would ask me, you know, what happened or, you know, what happened to the food truck? Where's the food truck? You know, I would have to just keep reliving and tell the story and relive it over and over again. But as time went on, you know, people would say, well, at least you tried, you know, and they weren't, they weren't judging me the way that I thought that they were. And, um, they weren't ashamed and they would say, be proud. You know, you did something that a lot of people wouldn't even think or try to do. Um, and eventually, you know, I did work through it. I worked on it, but even though I had worked through it and I had sort of like come to terms it wasn't until this one day when it really clicked for me. And one day I saw this quote and I saw this quote in a fortune cookie of all places. Um, I know it's funny, but it said, you're not a failure because you didn't make it. You're a success because you tried. And in that moment, I was able to be proud of myself again. I was proud of my accomplishments. I was proud to have taken that leap and taking that chance, you know, I put myself out there and I stepped outside of my comfort zone and I did something that people only dream of doing. And in that moment, I was no longer a failure. And to this day, although I still get sad sometimes when I think about what it could or, you know, should have been, I am proud of my accomplishments. And I learned a lot about starting a business. 
I learned a lot about myself and what I am capable of accomplishing. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to have had that experience. You know, maybe it's a good thing that things didn't work out for me. You know, everything does happen for a reason. Because if they did work out, maybe I wouldn't be where I am today. I may not have had the other experiences that I've had since then. And I may not have met the amazing people that I've met and made the new relationships that will last a lifetime. And and those are the things that are most important. You know, um, the world didn't end and life still went on. And it didn't matter what other people thought. Um, you know, I'm lucky to have the people that I do in my life because those are the people um, who matter. And they're the ones who helped me the most um, at my lowest lows. Those are the people who didn't judge me and who are always cheering for me, always rooting for me, whether I fail or not. So anyway, that's my story on failure. The moral here is don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to follow your dreams or to try something new. You know, some of the best things can come out of failing. And if you try and you do fail, at least you can say you failed trying. So what I'm trying to say is don't give up on your dreams, kids. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed that story. I enjoy sharing my stories with you. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please reach out. As always, until we meet next time, thanks for listening and have a great day.